Check out our show today with a great panel. We have really fantastic domains on the Sherpa Review. Investor domains uh, from someone who submitted a few years ago and has really grown their insight in uh, their investment choices. We also have some fabulous domains at Namejet. Really, really good. There wasn't a single name in either group that these investors did not want to snap up. Enjoy the show. Hey, Sherpa Network. Thanks for joining us today. I'm Tess Diaz, executive producer of DomainSherpa.com, and today we're doing the Domain Sherpa Review. This is the show where we get into the minds of successful domain name investors using real examples so we can learn strategies and tactics to become better investors ourselves. We have our three segments to the review, and uh, we're going to start off introducing each of our Sherpas. Uh, Mark Levine, Thanks for joining us from Minneapolis, Minnesota. Awesome to be here, Tess, as Thanks. always. I hear that you are at a top. Uh, you beat your year-to-date for last year already in your domain sales? I did. I did. Just happened about a few days ago. Very nice. And I'm looking forward. You're filming later today with uh, Andrew Alleman. I'm looking forward to hearing that podcast. It'll be good. Oh, well, thanks. Yeah. Um, so, and I think it's neat just for our viewers who are newer. So your background is in the publishing industry and you realized through that the value of domain names and you do this on the side. I did. Yes, I did it on the side and in my publishing company, yeah, the value of domains, both from a practical usability standpoint, we did a, an upgrade at one point to a really great category killer name for a, we had a book printing division and I bought bookprinting.com for you know a good amount of money and made a huge difference in terms of credibility traffic everything so I and I owned a number of like pretty good premiums in that space so I was always a big believer and the company I sold to you know I always thought a portfolio of great names would be a plus when selling and you know, it was and added additional money onto it. So, yeah, but now I do it more. I'm still in the publishing business and I still do domains, you know, maybe half time, but you know, I love it. I could do it all the time. Nice. Well, we love having you on the show and Thanks. Jeff Sass with your, uh, your dot club wardrobe. Hello. Hello, Tess and Mark and Dave. Great to be here. And um, great to be a member of the Domain Sherpa Club. Ah, oh, the Domain Sherpa Club. I like what it. I did there. Yeah, clever, clever. What's new with Dot Club these days? Ah, uh, it's been um, been really busy. Um, the usage is what we get very excited about. And and you know, just yesterday, I think um, uh, one of the domain blogs wrote about a company called Cred Dot Club in India that just raised. A bunch of money at a $450 million valuation. So we always like seeing examples of successful businesses using a dot club name. And we see that more and more and more. Super cool. Cred.club. We'll check it out. Yeah. All right. And Dave Evanson, senior broker at CEDO. Hello. How are you? Hello, Tess. How are you? Hey, Jeff. Hey, Mark. Hi, Dave. Good to have you. Uh, what's, what's new at CEDO these days? Great to be here. Thanks for having me. Um, 
We're pretty excited about uh, some new sales landers we just launched. We've been doing a lot of testing, and uh, we think we're getting very close to um, more more optimized, uh, productive landers that um, seem to be working very well. It's only been a few days, and we're taking feedback and refining. I'm not directly involved in that, but a lot of a lot of the folks that I work with are, and um, it's good to see them so excited. The feedback we're getting is is uh, very very helpful. We appreciate that. Ah, oh, very interesting. Um, All right, we'll keep watching, and we want to hear the updates. Thanks. Yeah, nice. All right, hey, let's jump in to uh, what's new Sherpas. Um, so we're going to talk about a domain that you've purchased or sold over the last few weeks, how the negotiations progressed, and uh, don't say the price. Um, so Jeff, I believe you are first. Okay. Uh, well, uh, it's too bad sometimes we can't say the names. Lately, there's been a lot of activity with corporate registrars picking up some great premium names for brands, and we actually sold two in the last week or so, one at a high four-figure price and one at a mid-five-figure price. But unfortunately, I can't use those as, as what's new. So I will use a name that uh, Jason Eisler, who's our, the Jasonator, our inside uh, sales guru, uh, he sold the name hi.club, H-I.club. Ooh, H-I.club. Very nice. And was that like a reserved premium with Dot Club? It was a premium name. Okay. All right. Dave, Mark, who wants to guess first? I mean, I'll guess. I don't really know anything about Dot Club premium pricing, but it's a pretty, it's a pretty good name. I'm going to say 15000 Okay. All right. What do you think, Dave? I love the name, uh, and uh, Mark's usually very good at this, so I'm going to go a little bit higher. Uh, no pun intended, but I'm, I'm high compared to his number. Uh, I'm going to say uh, 20000 20000 okay. Okay, so you were both a little bit on the high end. It sold for 10000 which we thought was a good price. We, you know, we've listed our premium names to sell, so that was at a price to sell. And so it did sell at the buy it now price. So there was no necessary negotiation. That was the price we had listed at for buy it now. Were there conversations about, what about HIGH.club? Were there conversations about getting both of those or does someone already own the other one? Well, actually in this case, so it's interesting. So it actually sold to uh, an end user um, because there's actually a very popular club in Ibiza or Ibiza, I guess you pronounce it correctly. Yeah. Visa and uh, called High High Club, uh, and they were the purchaser. Um, okay. So HI was obviously the high they were interested in, not the um, HIGH or the other meaning of the word high. And uh, took about a month to, to do it with some back and forth, but um, not back and forth in the negotiation, just back and forth on the communication. Okay, interesting. And do you think? Sure. Um, because their branding is already so established that they don't need the other spelling? You know, I don't know, uh, given that it's in, in Spain anyway, I'm not sure if, you know, the H-I-G-H is going to resonate in the same way that it might here. And, you know, in, in the U.S. in particular, with all the, the shift over to 
legal marijuana, the, the term high HIGH is on everyone's mind. I'm not sure if that's the same in Europe. So in this mm -hmm. case, they were really focused on, on high HI to match their brand and make sure they owned and controlled that name. Okay. And I, it looks like they are, what they use right now is high Ibiza. So, yeah. so yeah. I don't know if they're going to um, use it as a, you know, I don't know yet if they're going to use it as a redirect or in addition to, we see various use cases. There are, there are many clubs around the world that actually use a dot club as their primary name, like LaRoque, L-A-R-O-C dot club. I think that's one of the largest and most popular clubs in Brazil. Um, oh. Using the dot club as their primary web address for a number of years already. Um, so, you know, it varies. At the end of the day, it's still smart for them to own high dot club because they are high club. Um, and I'm sure they'll put it to good use. Yeah. And if people are, I was saying like, I was thinking, you know, if people are already familiar with highibiza.com, then they're probably not going to type in the G-H-I-G-H.com. Yeah. They'll, they'll already get it. So yeah. that's, that's super cool. Do you, um, I, I feel like dot club should go tour all these end users. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, it is a uh, legitimate business expense, according to our CEO, Colin Campbell. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we've, done, we've done, you know, we did our extensive market research in the early days. I think we're kind of petered out. As you remember, we launched that at a, at a pretty well-known club in New York called Tao when we did the party with 50 Cent, et cetera, et cetera. So we've done our fair amount of market research. But, um, and again, Dot Club is much more widely used than just for clubs and nightclubs. And, you know, we see usage, you know, all across the board. Like we talked about, Cred.Club. Just today, a company uh, put out a press release. Um, they're called uh, moveit.club with a hyphen, moveit, but they are uh, the Asian version of Peloton. So with Peloton's announcement of their public offering, uh, moveit.club put out a press release about their recent fundraising and pitched themselves as kind of the next Peloton. Wow. Yeah, super cool. Yeah. Um, very interesting. Well, thanks for sharing the sale. I would not have, uh, have uh, guessed all that background to it. Uh, Dave, you're up. What'd you buy or sell lately? Well, I'm going to talk about one actually, because it's interesting, the price was actually public. Is that okay? Or no? Yeah, and we but, can see if maybe maybe Jeff and Mark haven't read it yet. No, maybe not. It's just, But it was just pretty recent. It was um, the letters R, rx.com. Okay. Rx. Rx. So like pharmacy, rx.com, two letters. Correct, rx.com. I broke with that. I don't know if, they're, if they saw the, the announcement on that. So I'll just they guess they say a million dollars. I think you see that and guess. I, 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 I may have, if, if I get it right, it's because I probably heard it and uh, read it and don't remember, but I think something in the, Three hundred or three hundred fifty thousand dollar range. Um, was this oh. a, a sale or an acquisition, Dave? It was. It was a sale. Okay. And um, I would have to say, Mark is uh, a lot closer. Okay. Because it was exactly one million, so oh. he, he must have seen it. I did. I saw it. I saw your. I saw that you had posted it. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, but I wanted to, I wanted to uh, use that one because I wasn't sure that everybody had seen it. 
Um, and uh, I thought it was an interesting, uh, interesting sale, and I thought the price was uh, was really pretty good. Dave, are you able to say is it an, an end user? Obviously. Well, actually, I can say who it is because uh, that uh, that was uh, picked up by a couple of the bloggers, and the site now resolves into a landing page. Uh, and I don't know, he may be reselling it, but he also could be developing. He's got the uh, resources to develop, um, and he's probably thinking about it. The uh, the buyer is um, uh, Brent Oxley. Who oh, is building up. Yeah, he's building up a great portfolio of domains. Um, and um, my understanding is that some of them are being developed. He's thinking about developing them. And uh, but this one re uh, resolves into a sales lander. I just looked at it the other day. Okay. And Brent has a great history of uh, building up portfolios. So we'll see what he does with it. Very, very interesting. He does. He's a very smart investor and he's very successful so far in his um, careers or career, actually careers, I guess. Yeah, definitely a few. Now, um, did do, can you tell us a little about the negotiations? How um, yeah. how that progressed? Yeah, it was a little bit different than um, it's one of the reasons that I thought maybe this speaker wanted to talk about, and it was recent. Um, and and also because you know, as Jeff was saying, we have the same situation. A lot of the names that we sell, that I sell, we sell are under NDAs and we can't, can't even mention the name, let alone the price. So even if I mention the name, sometimes I can do that and they guess the price, I couldn't confirm it. But this one was uh, pretty straightforward. The, the, the seller, we started off higher and I reached out. Um, it, it happened fairly quickly, but I did reach out and uh, to end users and not, not every end user in the world, I'm sure, but quite a few end users and several of them were interested, but, um, uh, you know, they were thinking about it. They were going to go talk to their board. Um, they, um, um, thought maybe the price is too high, whatever, and it wasn't moving very quickly. I was reaching out and I was using some social media, getting a lot of inquiries. Um, and uh, I know Brent and I, he's one of the people I reached out to and, he was pretty straightforward. He said, this is the amount that I'll offer. Let me know. And I, I know that have, having worked with him before, I know that he means that. And um, I took that number, went back to the seller. We discussed how um, with some time, some, you know, some amount of time I could go revisit and I started to and revisit some of the people I spoke with, speak to more people. But um, we were on a time schedule, and we ended up going back and saying, done. And it was a very easy transaction. I think the whole thing, I think it closed in like two days. Wow. So it was, a little, it, was, it was much more straightforward than your typical, you know, seven-figure, even six-figure, six-figure sale. Dave, that's interesting. It really speaks to having a relationship with your broker, you know, because um you've done deals before with brent or just because you have that relationship you knew he meant what he said you knew he'd be timely and if you have a time crunch or really when deals have any 
um, something, you know, piece of that puzzle that you have to rely on, it helps when you have an existing relationship with a broker, doesn't it? It does. And, you know, I like to be able to tell a seller that the offer is qualified, serious buyer. You know, sometimes there are offers that, that, that evaporate once uh, you get closer to signing contracts. So the seller was, uh, you know, was, was a little bit more interested in that offer than he might have been if I said, um, you know, I, I, I can't, I can't feel very comfortable about the offer or, I mean, I couldn't guarantee it, but I basically said, you know, I, I, I know this buyer will go through with the deal if, uh, you know, you want to work with this number and contracts were signed and no problem. You know, so, sometimes these deals are very complicated, time consuming, uh, sometimes stressful, sometimes unpredictable. Uh, this just happened to be a very nice smooth one. Yeah. Um, where, and I think, I think everyone was happy. That's a big deal. Yeah. And you know, moving a million dollars in two days is also a big deal. Good for you. Congrats. I'm sorry. Just make sure I, I didn't mean, I didn't I say two days. I didn't mean that I was working on it for two days. What I mean is that once we agreed on the number, signed the contract payment and transfer was done in like a day and a half or two, something like that. Yeah. Sorry. That's what I meant too. I mean, moving that oh. amount of money in that oh. amount of time yeah. is not easy. You know, uh, that's where a lot, a lot of deals, you know, time kills deals. Uh, a lot of deals can get tough even after you've agreed. And uh, that's great. Right. Congrats. Exactly. Now, exactly. now, have you had, you, that um, closed two, two and a half weeks ago. Have you had a number of people, like it's my experience um, that oftentimes then other people will come back and say, oh, my board said yes, or, oh, you really did sell it, uh, you know, or some more offers or interests come in. Has that been the case for you so far? Absolutely. And, and you're right. Um, that does happen. And um, uh, yeah, yes. Uh, in fact, I think as recently as last night, I heard from another one. So I will uh, pass it on, pass it on to the buyer in this case, Brent. You know, well, broker like it's sir. <laughs> Excuse me? You should broker it for him. Do it all. Do 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 both transactions. <laughs> Sell it. Believe me, it again. Oh, Jeff, you, you're always full of great ideas, and I always enjoy <laughs> hearing your ideas. You have um, the leads already. <laughs> right. Yeah, I know. I know. Um, yeah, that's it's crossed my mind. If I if I if I felt like I could bring him, you know, a, a, a higher offer, I will um, certainly have that conversation with him. And 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 he's you know he's a real serious, um, fair, uh, resourceful individual slash company. And uh, I would have I would have no problem being um, straightforward with him and the, and, and the new prospective buyer. And, and that has happened a few times to me in the last few years. I'm sure it's happened to others where uh, you end up hearing from somebody that you would talk with. Sometimes it takes months for a buyer to get the approval or to, from their board or, or, or months until they have the funds, you know, we hear often, Oh, I love the name. I'll have more funds later. You know, can they wait or can I put down 10%, 30%? 
Well, actually, uh, you know, like club did, does with um, payment plans, you know, but not in such a structured uh, way, but they'll ask for, you know, for time. And, and sometimes, you know, I actually, I may have mentioned this to you, Jeff. I don't remember. We had dinner with you and some other people uh, a couple months ago, and it happened around that time. I, I was telling people, I didn't mention the name, but I had a, a reply to an email that I sent out over five years ago about a domain name. And I, I, I didn't know if the email got delayed, you know, it got lost somewhere, or if they were just getting back to me. They were just getting back to me. And in actuality, I wasn't working on that domain anymore, but um, uh, I was able to put together a deal. That's awesome. I wish I wish would have more. It was over five years. That's wild. Wild. Yeah, I agree. Very unusual that long. But you're right, Tess, it does happen. That's really neat. Good for you. Um, all right, uh, you're up, Mark. What's happening? All right, I sold broadlogic.com. Broad, B-R-O-A-D. Correct, logic.com. Logic. All right, what do you gentlemen think he sold it for? Okay, well, they don't have to guess a million because they'll be wrong. <laughs> how about how about a million minus nine hundred ninety-two thousand? Wow! I mean, 8, comp I mean, you're you might be in the ballpark. Eight thousand. So I'll go. Um, yeah, I think it, it's a good brandable name, but not not high price. So I would go. I'll go ninety-five hundred. Okay, so you're both pretty close. Just, just for fun. All right, $8,9500 for broadlogic.com. Well, I wish it was either of those numbers, but it was $6,500. Oh, okay. No, oh, nothing nice. to shake your head at. No, no, no. I mean, I bought it for under $300, and I sold it through, I just used escrow.com, so I didn't really pay a lot of, you know, there was no commission, so it was, you know, we can't really... Can't complain for a two-year hold for a name like that. Wow, two years, and uh, that's a pretty large profit percentage. Um, what made you purchase that? Um, you know, first, I just, I thought the name was interesting. I just think anything where you have logic in it has a lot of, you know, there's a lot of use cases. The broad part, I was a little bit iffy about. Uh, then I saw that there was a company that was called Broad Logic that was sold to some huge company and they just absorbed the brand and the brand kind of went away. And for me, if somebody else has thought the name was good enough to use or similar names are good enough to use, to me that was worth a $300 flyer on what I already thought was a decent name. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't think the new buyer has done anything. I know he hasn't because it still goes to uh, my FD name servers. I still see the traffic for it. So, you know, I have no, I have no idea what this person's going to be doing with it. Excuse me. Um, well, it should be exciting to watch and find out. Um, pretty cool. Um, congrats. Thanks. So we are a little bit behind on time today. So kind of trying to push through. Hope you guys don't mind. Um, let's take a moment. I'll tell you about our sponsors from today's show who support us in our mission to educate people in the domain industry.
First, serious about online trading? Secure your funds, keep your merchandise safe, and use a company that keeps the buyer and seller protected the whole way through. That's escrow.com. Payments you can trust. All right, in the domain portfolio review, we take user submitted domain name portfolios and provide honest and constructive feedback to the owners so they can cut their losses, continue to hold them long term, or figure out a sales strategy moving forward. Um, now, today we have someone who submitted a list uh, two or three years ago, um, and I talked to him very regularly, Jeff Gable. And um, all of his domains are for sale and they're priced to sell. So today is a little bit different that we wanted to talk through his sales prices. I mean, I see his domains sell regularly, um, both to other uh, domain investors and also to end users. And um, Dave, just so you know, um, I know we had... Uh, we're just popping that list for you in case you want to look at it. It's in the uh, the chat. I just put it through again. Um, but we have names like Nature Share, Quant Spectrum, Najur.com. It's an interesting list here. A lot of brandables. Um, so let's go through this list. Um, Mark, how about you go first since this is probably Dave's first look at it. Um, uh, Mark, you go first. What are your thoughts? Then we'll do Jeff, then Dave. Well, yeah. I mean, luckily during Dave's setup to get on this call, I had a lot of time to, <laughs> a lot of time to look at this. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, you know, without, again, you know, we saw these kind of right before. So without the benefit of going and looking up a bunch of stuff, just ones that I like that just stick out to me. Uh, storage Titan I like. I like names with Titan. I think uh, they're cool and I own several. I think it's probably priced in, you know, in a good range. So that's I, priced at $8,000 and you think? Yeah, yes, $8,000. I like Traffic Stream. You know, I think anything with stream in it is a valuable name today. He has a ten grand. You know, I think it's definitely in the ballpark. Um, I, flirtable com for eight grand. I think it's a great brandable. I like that one a lot. Those are probably of the ones on here, my three favorites. I don't know really about dot app names. I don't own any, so it's hard to hard to give a price on those. Um, I do like rocketintelligence.com. He has it at five grand. It's a little bit long, but you know, it's still two good words together. Um, so those are my those are my favorites. I'm not a I'm not a fan of PetsFirst.com and uh, NatureMunch.com. I'm those kind of don't do anything for me, so I think they're kind of priced high. But you know, without researching or knowing what's you know what other things are out there, and you know, sometimes people have these prices based on other people's use and similar sites, and you know, without any of that knowledge, I mean, these are just things that just pop out to me and looking at the list. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Yeah. Good info. Uh, Jeff, what do you think? So I actually, I actually um, liked um, petsfirst.com a lot because the pet space, um, we have some experience in it at, at the startups.club incubator. We operate here in our office. One of the companies in our incubator just rebranded from treatadog.com to paw.com. 
they were able to get the great name paw.com. And I've just seen uh, the impact of that name already in the pet space and the pet market is hot as a pistol right now for pet products and stuff. And I think Pets First um, is a great name for anyone, in the, you know, selling any type of pet product. Um, and that's a, that's a just a big market, you know, Chewy just went public and um, you know, it, it's, it's been one of the hottest IPOs of the year and they've got a huge valuation and just the, the pet market is really strong. So I really like pets first. So I would put pets first first uh, on my list and they have it priced at uh, 15,000, which is probably a, a really good deal on that because I think again, because of the, the money behind the, the pet product category, if it's being used properly by an end user, it could be worth even more than that. I think. Not not Dave's level of uh, you know seven figure names, but certainly could potentially get more than fifteen thousand. I think so. I like that one. All right, what else? Uh, there were a couple of uh, you know, flirtable is is you know, it's a cute name, but I'm not sure how how valuable it is. It's it's I suppose it's usable in the, in the dating space. It's only priced at eight thousand, so that's not not too bad. They're not looking for a lot. Um, you know, it's, it's, there's so much going on in, in the dating space and so many different names you could use, but it is a kind of a cute name. Um, I agree with Mark on Storage Titan. I think it's, that sounds like a really strong brand for anyone in the storage business. You know, the word Titan and storage go nicely together. Um, I do think this is a great example for newer investors to see how he pairs the two keywords together, like storage, you're, you want security, so Titan is a great you know, combo, or traffic and stream, yeah. uh, you the know, market intelligence. The flip side is there's some odd combinations here too, like vacaygeek.com, so that's kind of two words that are both kind of, you know, not, not regular words, but kind of, um, you know, sayings or, or trendy words, so vacay, you know, and geek together. I'm not sure, you know, how well those fit together. It might be almost too much. And then there's one that I thought was good if you're a hockey fan, there's authenticleaf.com. So I, I don't, can't think of many uses for that other than for a fan site for the, the Toronto Maple Leafs. So I don't know. Oh, well, I love that your heart is in hockey where my heart always will be. But um, I think I, I, that's the only domain I wish Drew Rosner were here for because you get him talking about the T space and he goes crazy. Oh, okay. The T space, I think this domain is probably underpriced. It's great if another investor grabs it or an end user someday, authentic leaf because people really want, you know, more organic, more authentic, because, you know, you can buy chamomile tea and it's 80% something else um, that just, that's cheaper and tastes like chamomile or, um, and a lot of tea, tea subscriptions, there's a lot being sold online these days. I can't. And actually now that you said um, tea and the leaf in that context, it could even be a cannabis brand too, potentially. Oh, that's probably what everyone was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> there you good go. Point. Good point. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, in that case, all of a sudden, five grand for that uh, looks like a great price. <laughs> um, and Jeff, I wanted your thoughts on the two dot apps. I like that with 
the dot app, um, I just think like a real short one word is always better. So ganja.app and nutri.app. Um, what do, I mean, I know dot app and dot club aren't interchangeable by any means, but I thought you might have a little to say about those. Well, I just think, I think when it comes to a lot of the, the new extensions, not just dot uh, club or dot app or other, I think where, where the real interesting value comes in is when the words on both sides of the dot work well together and mean something together. So, so when I look at those two, I ask myself, uh, obviously app has a particular meaning. So is, is someone going to be looking for a ganja app? Is that something someone might search for or a Nutri app? So of the two, I'd say the ganja is probably better than Nutri. Because I don't know that anyone would search for a Nutri app. You'd search for a nutrition app, you know, but I don't know that you'd search for, you know, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a shortening that I'm not sure is, is popular in every context. Would someone be searching for a ganja app, you know, if you know as, as more and more states go legal and it becomes more and more popular, that's a possibility. So of the two, I think that's probably the better one. In terms of the pricing, I think they're both priced are probably a little bit high. Um, what but, would you recommend for those? I'd probably go, well, Nutri, I don't know that, I, I don't really care for Nutri.app, um, but Ganja.app, I'd probably go closer to, to, to eight to 10. Okay. All right. Um, thanks. I appreciate it. But also, uh, with the, you don't know what the, always with the new extensions, you always have to know what the renewal prices are. And I, off, offhand, I'm not sure what app is, but I recommend, you know, for all of you, Listeners, you know, anytime you're looking at one of the new domain extensions, always make sure you're aware of what the renewal fees are because there's a wide range there and there's a lot of variety and there's not necessarily a, a rule of thumb across the board. Some have, you know, premium renewal prices, some have higher renewal prices than the initial registration, et cetera, et cetera. Good point. Very good point. Thanks, Jeff. Yeah. Dave, what are your thoughts on the list? Well, you know, it's funny that, uh, when we were talking about authentic lease, my first thought was actually uh, cannabis. And then when you test said it's too bad Drew's not here because of authentic lease, I thought you were going to talk about you know cannabis domains and his knowledge in that uh, category. But you're right about tea. I know he's into tea as well. And so I, I did like it actually because of cannabis, um, but it does work for tea as well. Um, I like I like uh, a few of these, and I, I do agree with Jeff that there are, there are some where the two words don't really work together, but most of them do. And the ones, in addition to flirtable, which I know is one word, which I do like, I also like um, rocket intelligence a lot. Um, VR spectrum, I guess you could say that's three words, but it's an initial. VR is so hot and growing, and um, I like uh, access cloud. Um, I think access is a great word and cloud is a great word. Put them together, you know, there's there's certainly potential there. Traffic stream and um, um, what's that last one? Let's see. Um, I, I have to put my glasses on to see this small. Um, it is storage. Storage. Uh, uh, storage Titan. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think they're all, you know, they're all good, uh, reasonable price, uh, good uh, opportunities for somebody to jump in, hold them, uh, develop them, uh, possibly flip them later. 
Okay. All right. Now, no one mentioned VSVR.com. So a four letter with VR in it for $10,000, he's thinking. What do you guys think of that one? I Go ahead. I, I like the VR piece of it. Uh, I assume that uh, uh, it's four letters. So, uh, you know, there's going to be some limitation on upscale pricing. Uh, I mean, up, up with pricing on there. But uh, since there's two Vs in there, I assume that the Chinese market might not be particularly interested because generally speaking, as we all know, the, the, the Chinese buyers typically don't like the five vowels in our alphabet or the letter V. Um, so that brought it down a little bit, but um, uh, I'm sure there, there are some good um, words or ownership um, um, words that will work well with VS. You know, visual um, stimulation. I mean, I don't know. I'm sure there are some good combinations that work with VR, but uh, it would be the, the buyers will probably be a pretty limited audience, so that um, you know, they, so that they take advantage of VS as well. But it, it's a it's a good four letter dot com with two of the same letters and a good meaning of uh, the last the last two letters. So I think the price is, you know, possibly slightly high, but it's reasonable. Okay. All right, good to know. You guys agree? What do you think? Um, I think, well, from just if you applied the radio test, when you say VSVR, it sounds a lot like it could be VFVR. Okay. When I hear it. Um, but, you know, it's short, it's four letter. I mean, it looks good, like it looks aesthetically good when you see it on a screen, mm -hmm. I think. Um, you know, I just don't do enough in that four-letter acronym space to be able to look at it and it seems like it's you know like a in the ballpark price but I try to only talk about things I have some idea about well you're pretty good at that you got you got a good range there nice all right well thank Tess, you. there's one there's one we didn't none of us mentioned actually in looking at it now that actually seems like a, a decent deal for a brandable but that's quantroom.com and it's only listed at 2000 but with data being such a hot thing these days and so many different types of data analytic companies out there that could be a very good brand for uh, you know data scientists or a group of data scientists or someone selling some kind of a data platform you know the quantum uh, quantum sounds pretty good for that kind of a brand and the $2000 is not not very expensive Okay. All right. Good to know. Um, now, I didn't, uh, you know, research trademarks or anything, but I actually, the only other one I really like on this list is Najure, N-A-J-U-R-E, instead of nature, Najure. I don't know. It just makes me think of like, there's Target and there's Target. There's, I don't know, Najure. <laughs> you know, with so much focus on products that are organic, sustainable, green, I just, I really, it's short, it's memorable, it's kind of quirky. I, I like it. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't know about 25,000, um, but maybe because it's sh short and memorable, I think it would pass a radio test. Like, how else would you spell that? Um, I don't know about that. You could spell it with a G. Um, I, it's a tough one on the radio and people might think, is it nature? What? I don't know about the radio test with that one. Yeah, fair enough. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. That one jumps out to me. 
Um, it, it actually jumped out at me as well, um, but I thought the price was high. Okay. One. All right. What I do thought, you what would you throw out there as a price? Oh, um, you know, I don't know. I I guess um, I'd be more inclined to be around fifteen thousand, but I do like it. Okay. All right. Good to know. Okay. I really respect, you know, um, Jeff is very open, very, he's always learning, always asking, and um, really grows, I think, from feedback. So um, I think it's a, I think it's like a really solid list. I watch the show all the time, have for years. I've seen, you know, a lot of the investor ones are sometimes, you know, they're challenging, I think. I mean, overall, like this is a, everyone on there is good. It just, you know, what would I pay or, you know, whatever it's, but I could see all of them being used. Yeah. I, that's I think it's a solid. I think it's a solid uses the names good in a good way. Um, yeah. I mean, it's solid. I think. Thanks. Yeah, I mean, it's, Jeff, I mean, we have to remember Jeff, uh, is an extraordinary broker. He's been in the field in the business of domains for like 10 years. I had the opportunity to work with him directly for uh, a few months and uh, he definitely knows what he's doing. So I wouldn't expect anything less from his list, but I agree with you more. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Good to hear. Thank you for saying that too, uh, Dave. Definitely. I'm sure he'll appreciate that. And Jeff Sass, you're not so bad yourself. Uh, <laughs> we're just talking about the gentleman who no, sent the investor list. No, I'm just saying it for our audience for, you know, when they're like doing so, for Mike Seiger, that's for you while you're running. If you're not focused on, on hearing every, every word. Um, so um, thank you, Jeff, for sending that over. And uh, let's jump into domains at Namejet. Uh, before we do, I'll tell you about our sponsors who support us in this educational mission for the domain industry. FD was built by domain investors to increase your inquiries, sales, and profit. Forget spreadsheets and archived emails. Manage your entire investment portfolio in one place using a secure and completely confidential platform. Learn more at FT.com. That's E-F-T-Y ft.com. So now we'll move on to the marketplace list. This segment is sponsored by Namejet. We're reviewing domains heading to auction soon. Um, as always, if you like one of the names, uh, you want to click through soon because once they go to auction, you lose your chance not only to bid on them, but even just to watch what's happening. And you really learn a lot from that. Um, these links go directly to Namejet. We don't make commission or anything. Uh, they just want to know what kind of traffic we're sending. So uh, for transparency, none of you are brokering these, right? Correct. Okay. Um, so uh, so we're switching up the order. Dave, you're going first here. Um, what are your thoughts? This is, I think, also a pretty solid list. It is. Um, and... Um... Unfortunately, because of some systems problems I was having, maybe it was myself being not so strong at IT, I uh, delayed the session here, and I didn't really have a chance to uh, look at this list until maybe 30 seconds ago. But um, these are, um, these for the most part, they are um, meaningful names that, that make sense. Um, um, I like um, Kicker. Um, I don't know if that's a, 
dictionary word without checking, but I know chooser is or, you know, um, pick, picking or pick is um, pretty powerful. Pick.com or picking.com. So picker um, or I pick or something like that, you know, it's, it's in that, uh, in that range, but not price wise. You know, it's, uh, um, are you asking for prices as well? Just what we like. No, just what, what you like, what your thoughts are. If you want to say prices, feel free. No, that's okay. Thank you. Thank you. Video projectors, um, great, but maybe about 25 years ago, would have been worth a lot more money. Um, and um, Lessons for Life is interesting. Um, you know, that's either um, a, a personal coach, coach's site or, you know, a, a fun site. Probably not a lot of commercial value, but but it's nice. Um, vegan vegan store. I'll let Jeff talk about that because he's <laughs> he's an expert at, in that field. Um, you know, personally, I like Property World. Um, I've seen, you know, some part of the reason I like it is property is a great word and world's a great name, great word. And I have seen some, and I can't remember if they're public. At least a couple of them probably are. Uh, some great sales of. Uh, Domains where the second word was was world, um, and that's also true with the word property in the in the first place. Uh, New York Mortgage. If you're a mortgage broker or you're a bank in New York, you know there you go. Otherwise, there's probably not a lot of value to it. Um, and um, going down here quickly, uh, Venetian glass. I don't see much value there. Stress release. Um, maybe it's not the perfect way to say, um, stress release or perfect way to say stress reduction, but stress and, uh, um, stress, everything around stress and, uh, reducing stress is an enormous, uh, category, uh, with billions and billions and billions of dollars. I don't know what the number is. So there's probably something there. Casino is, uh, definitely a great word. Um. Colorado casino limits it substantially, but if you're in a casino business, you want to get into Colorado, or you're in the business in Colorado, it's a, you know, it's a pretty good name. Um, and I guess the, the rest of the list, um, I would probably pass on. Okay. So cannabis, cannabis investment, uh, I'm sorry, uh, that one I would, I would um, say is really pretty good. I don't know. Let's see, this spoke correctly. Yeah, so I've seen a lot of cannabis domains with a typo in it. Um, much easier to say weed. Um, but uh, cannabis investment, um, I like that one as well. Okay, good. Yeah, that's a lot. All right. Um, Jeff, what are your thoughts? So um, one that Dave didn't mention that I thought was really a great name was campingoutlet.com. I mean, camping is, is a huge industry and the idea of a camping outlet, you know, where you'd go to find all things camping at good prices seems to make sense. It seems like a great name for uh, someone in the uh, selling camping products and or wants to own that space. So I thought that was a good one. Um, as as uh, Dave pointed out, I am um, vegan and have been for, gosh, oh, 16, 17 years, long time, long before it was fashionable. And uh, so vegan store is, is okay. It's, it's not one of the, the best vegan names, but, it, but it's not bad. I don't think it's going to get um, uh, a very high price, but it's certainly a, a useful name for someone who's 
you know, selling um, vegan related products. I actually own um, veganlife.club as well as hummus.club and falafel.club. Oh, I like it. Oh, those are awesome. Picked up, picked up based on personal preferences back in the early days. Um, so that's wow. fun. Do you plan to develop them or? Yeah, I'm sitting, I'm, I'm a bad uh, domain investor to be on, on Sherpa because I'm sitting on, on hundreds of domains that I don't really put any effort behind trying to sell. When, when, when I'm done with .club and retired, maybe then I'll sit down and, and go through my portfolio and actually take all this stuff I've learned uh, by being in the business and apply it to, to my own portfolio. But um, in the meantime, I mentioned, you know, again, the pet space is big, dogmaster.com. It's a great name, but not for a big business, but for, for someone who's a dog trainer or, you know, maybe a blog, but something, something in, the, in the pet and dog space. It's, it's a nice name. It's a nice brandable name, you know, at a certain price level. Um, I thought Thinkster was an interesting brandable name. A um, lot of different possibilities for that. Again, not as a, a super high price name, but depending on what kind of business someone's trying to start and if they're looking for an interesting name, I thought Thinkster could be interesting in a number of different verticals you know when you think about you know what that could be i, I have a lot of um, things that come to mind so that was interesting um you know i agree with dave lessons for life is probably a good name for a blog so probably not that valuable but but a nice name for uh, you know blog or publication that kind of thing um let's see the other one body bodycoach.com i didn't didn't love that one um, yeah, the others, those are the ones that really stood out. The only thing about cannabisinvestment.com, while I know that cannabis names are popular, it's an ugly domain. And I'm a, as a, as a bit of a wordsmith and English major, when I look at it, it just, cause the, the S and the I N B together, just, it's okay. It sounds better than it looks to the extent that people look at domain names. It's ugly. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. Good to know. Uh, Mark, what do you think? Um, I like, actually, I like Body Coach. I think, I don't love it, but I've recently had done some work with like a health coach. And so I, I've been kind of seeing names that some of these people are using. And so as a personal trainer kind of name, Body Coach is kind of interesting. Um, you know, obviously it doesn't have a lot of, I don't think it has a lot of uses outside of that, but you know, something about where you're getting advice about wait, how to tone up different areas of your body, how to make different areas of your body healthier. I, I think it's interesting. I like Thinkster also. Um, but then I, I just did a little name bio search on names that end in S T E R that weren't an actual name with the, you know, the last four letters didn't make up a name. And like recent sales, there was Flickster was only eight, 1900, Fabster was only 500. Um, but if, I mean, if I could buy Thinkster for $500, I'd, I'd do it. I mean, as a investor, I think it's, I think it's a good, interesting, fun name. I think TechBank tech was probably the best. Um, now there is, I, again, I looked up quickly while we were waiting for Dave, there's a techbank.finance, which is, appears to be some kind of a very growing crypto company. So, you know, that's probably your main buyer. I, you know, I didn't look that closely, but it's taken in a number of other extensions. 
And I have some friends who are really into names with bank that end in bank and they have done really, really well doing those. So that also, you know, made me think it might be one. I like camping outlet also. I, I thought the same thing as these guys about that. And I kind of like diabetic desserts uh, because that, you know, the, the whole sugar thing in and of itself is a, you know, low sugar, no sugar is huge. And you have such a number of people that are, whether it's, you know, diabetic, they have celiacs, they have different dietary needs that whether you're bringing a dessert to someplace or you're going out to dinner, um, you know, those are issues that come up. So obviously it's a very niche site, but it's certainly, you know, I, I could see it as a viable search term and you're looking for diabetic desserts and I see that URL, you know, to me, that's a totally authoritative and I'm going there. Yeah. Again, you know, I don't know how many people search for that kind of a thing. Um, you know, Estebot says it was worth six grand and GoDaddy says it's worth three grand. So that's, you know, for an end user price, it's probably right in that range, I suppose. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. And this, you know, Dave started out, oh, were you going to say something? If I may, I just wanted to defend myself on, on camping outlet. Which I, just, <laughs> I wanted to explain that. I like, I do like the name very much, but as uh, uh, I think all three of you know, before, uh, before joining CETO nine years ago and a few years before that, uh, uh, doing brokerage myself, I had a, a consulting company that I founded. I had for 20 years. We did, we did marketing strategic planning. One of my clients was uh, Camping World in Bowling Green, Kentucky. And uh, we were, this is about 15, 20 years ago. And we were helping them with uh, Market Basket and uh, 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 growth plans. And actually, it was interesting because their, their biggest uh, competitor was Walmart. And they had, at that time, one whole aisle in the typical Walmart in the right areas in the country, they were doing the most business. But the reason I didn't say camping outlet is only because there are so many camping related names and stores and um, uh, camping outlet, while it's a good one, uh, there are so many others that are selling both offline and online. And I just figured that it wouldn't be a growth opportunity, but, but I like the name. I just know a little bit about the industry as well. Interesting. Okay, good to know. Yeah. Uh, I think it's really neat with picker.com how many choices there are for using that. And I think it's unique when you see a short uh, one word domain like that. And, you know, it can be for like the gambling and the random number picker, or certainly in dating, you talk about like, oh, my picker's off. Um, and, uh, I think you, Dave, you mentioned another use, I forget of the word. Oh, there are guitar, um, picks, but they're also called pickers. So that could be cool in the whole music, uh, industry of a brand like that. I think, do you think names with multiple potential meanings like that, um, are more valuable than if they only have one meaning? I do. 
Yeah, definitely. You have, it gives you more potential targets to go after to, to buy it. What, like? I, I think usually, usually that's true. Um, especially if and a, and a, a name like Picker, by the way, could mean something that we're not even thinking of in a different culture, uh, different country. Um, I have no idea, but very, sometimes that happens. But even if we're talking just about um, definitions that we know, um, I can't think of a name off the top of my head, but I'll try as I'm saying the next three or four sentences. And that is that I have seen, usually I agree, there's the more the uses, the higher the value. However, sometimes when there are uses that are obvious, like here's a bad example probably, hotdogs.com. Is it a frankfurter or is it like dog, dog animals, dogs that are, you know, that are very popular? There are better examples, um, but um, sometimes when there are three or four examples of very um, uh, good uses and the seller therefore wants a lot of money, it's a little bit more difficult to justify to the buyer who's only interested in one of those uses. And the buyer ends up maybe paying more money because there's more traffic coming to that domain, even though a lot of it wouldn't be valuable to that buyer. Or, uh, or, or because there's so many meanings, the sellers are convinced that, and sometimes it works, that there is a greater number of possible buyers. So uh, I say usually, but not when it's very obvious, and there are um, several uses or meanings of that same word. Those are good, uh, good guidelines, yeah. And maybe as an investment, it's a better choice to have something like that because you have more potential buyers, but it doesn't mean your price will go up. Um, Correct. Interesting. All right. Uh, anything you guys want to add to the uh, name chat section here? I think Dave, with his knowledge of the industry, felt that camping outlet was too tense for him. Get it? Too tense? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, nice. I couldn't yeah. so. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to grill you on that one. Uh, <laughs> uh. Mark, you're up. What do you got? I'd say, um, oh, I was gonna try to make a campfire one, but it was not good. It was not good. I'm just gonna say, burn the whole segment down, but it has uh. no, it has no connection. These guys were much better at it than I was. Oh, you guys are so funny. I just want some more. Oh, <laughs> oh man, we are hilarious. Um, so thank you guys for, for being here. We're, we're at the end of the show. Um, do you guys, oh my gosh, I'm sorry. Um, do you guys have anything you want to give a shout out to? Uh, anything, or I know at the beginning we kind of talked about what you're working on. Um, I'll give a shameless plug to names.club. You can go there to find some great domains, not just .club names, and you can list your names for sale there as well. And all the names are available with 60 month easy payment financing, no interest. Thank you, Jeff. You're welcome. Very, very quickly, uh, I'd like to just mention one name that I'm working on, save time, that's link.com, L-I-N-K.com. L-I-N-K.com, link.com. That's a big deal. What's the ask? The ask is um, over $4 million. 
Uh, I think there probably is some flexibility, but um, maybe not. And we, we have several offers over a million. We've got a couple around two million, but okay. still working on it. Also, uh, but I love I love the name. I love the name. Yeah. Um, also, CEO uh, is probably going to have in a couple of months an auction, themed auction around casinos, gaming, um, gambling, and that should be a lot of fun. So if people have appropriate domains, you know, contact us at CEO. And if you might be interested in those names, uh, watch for when. Auctions. I suspect it will be in about uh, uh, maybe two and a half, three months. Cool. Will there be a live component or online? Online. Okay. Very nice. That's exciting. Yeah. Good to see. All right. Mark, what you got going on? Well, I am getting back to publishing mode. The Frankfurt Book Fair is, I leave October 10th. So my real day job is gonna to have to supplant what I usually wanna do all day, which is just look at domains and buy. Um, but I, like, I, like we talked about earlier, it's, you know, I beat my numbers for last year and I still got four months left, so, or three months left. No, four months left. Yeah, don't push it. So I'm pretty excited um, and I've, I hope I have something good to report at the end. Sometimes when I go on a show like this and I say something like that, it jinxes me and then I don't sell anything. Uh, if I may, I assume you're talking about Frankfurt, Germany. Yes. Uh, is that right? And not Frankfurt, um, Kentucky. So no. I both believe there's, so my suggestion to you, and I don't know the exact timing, but not too far away is Munich. And right around that time is October. Oh, it's Oktoberfest. Have, have some fun. Well, I'm going to Amsterdam for three days first, so. For the authentic leaf. I, I'm going to be some, somebody's authentic leaf. Every, every, every coffee shop in, in Amsterdam will sell authentic leafs. leafs. <laughs> Maybe while you're there, you could, you could buy authentic leafs on Namejet right now. Then you could spend your time in Amsterdam selling it to one of the uh, purveyors of authentic leaf. Awesome. But more likely is I'm going to be in Amsterdam. I'm going to end up like bidding and buying on a bunch of really bad names because <laughs> of my condition in Amsterdam. And just have regret as I'm taking the train to Frankfurt. Okay, so the more likely scenario. For the Sherpa Network, my advice is list names you think Mark might buy. <laughs> right, between October 10th and October 14th. Duly noted, duly noted. Well, I know we have a hard stop here, so I will just say it's my birthday uh, this weekend, and those are my plans. So, um, thank right, you. Happy birthday, birthday Tess. Thanks. Yeah. Um, thanks for being here, for spending the time, Dave. Um, thank you so much for your perseverance getting through. Um, you know, tech problems happen to us all. So uh, Sherpa Network, see you all next time. Bye. All right. Bye. Bye. Thanks, everyone.